welcome to the Great British Motocross Show from MX Vice with myself, Ben Rumbold, and my colleague, Brad Reader. How's it looking, Brad? All good for you? Yeah, yeah, all good. Sweet as, ready to go. <laughs> nice one. You racing the weekend or just um, looking after uh, babies? Yes, I am. Um, it was between the MX Nationals and Cotswold at Rushworth. Indeed, the price of the MX Nationals wildcard put me off. And I- <laughs> I don't think I'll um, get an entry to be fair. I think it's going to be full up. So we yeah. should be heading to Rushwick. Nice one, Fepe. So the weekend just gone? You ready? Where did we go the weekend? Just uh, No, nothing the weekend just gone. Uh, I had a weekend off. We'd done three, two dares in a row. So, um, yeah, thought we'd have a weekend off. Good stuff. Okay, so yeah, we've got a good guest for you uh, listeners coming up. So yeah, we'll bring him on in a second. But before we do, uh, we've just got to thank our sponsors there, make sure that uh, give them the exposure that they deserve for keeping us going. So yeah, this podcast is brought to you by AS3 Performance, the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts. From hardware and protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces, to performance cooling parts, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impelicates. AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk and also thanks to Kawasaki Motors UK who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy-to-ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc four-stroke engine, plus suspension and push-button electric start, making for great trailblazers. The KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes, ranging from Junior's first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly regarded KLX 140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off-road dealership for more information. And also, we are fueled by Golf Race Fuels across sports cars, single-seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield, the Golf Brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline. And of course, thanks to Even Strokes, who keep us going here on the MS Vice podcast. And you need to speak to this man or use this man's name. Yeah, uh, if you should know the know the score by now. If you use the code BRADWHEELER10, so BRADWHEELER10, put that in at checkout when you're at evenstrokes.com and you're not 10% off your uh, your final price. So uh, every little helps in this game. So do us all a favour and make sure you shop at evenstrokes.com. Great stuff. Somebody at Blacksville told me they did use your code, so we're looking forward to seeing who that is. Yeah, and, uh, that's yeah, good, that. Uh, they've been enjoying the pods so far, so yeah, thanks to all regular listeners and anybody new uh, attracted by our star guest here. So uh, we'll bring in now. So yeah, we shall bring him in now, and it is Mr. Tom Grimshaw. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nice one. Yeah, I'm sure you won't loiter around Liam Bennett's morning anymore when uh, you're in the Black Hall with the British Championship pits there. Just uh, <laughs> you at the, uh, the British Championship there because we were giving out the, the trophies from Fox Hill, bizarrely, uh, sort of stalking the pits, giving out the trophies at Fox Hill after uh, obviously the issues there. So, uh, yeah, so thanks for uh, uh, not telling me to bugger off and uh, yeah, joining us this weekend. So, <laughs> this evening has been quite good. So, you're with the Chambers Racing team now. And uh, yeah, just remind us before we talk, talk about the weekend. Um, you said you said you might race race Brad in the past. Or, uh, did I take any needle? Did anybody take each other out when you guys were racing no. each other? No, I just remember. Mm, uh, no, I don't think it's that way. But I just remember some <laughs> some very good starts from Brad, and there's some of them with question marks maybe next to it. But um, yeah, he's, he's, uh, we've raced a couple of times, and it's uh, I think mostly at the um, charity race um, in uh, Marshfield most of the time. But uh, yeah, we've we've had a few little run-ins, haven't we? Yeah, I think I think uh, by the time Tom had moved out of the uh, out of the youth, I was uh, I was a bit over the hill. 
<laughs> so uh, it was the game plan would have been just get a start and see where we end up. You are good off the start. I've noticed that, Marshall. You do, do you, like, yeah. do you or do you got the count sorted, or was it just purely action? Just, just technique, talent. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Form is temporary, class is permanent. Oh, good one, good one. Yes, yes, little chestnut, but nice one. But uh, yeah, it's only your first year in MX1. Obviously, uh, age of twenty-two, you moved up a bit earlier than uh, you know. It's perhaps uh, vital too for uh, Grand Prix and things like that. But uh, yeah, how are you finding it? Because uh, you spoke, to, I spoke to you for RHL a couple of times uh, during the old um, live stream there for Foxhill, and you told us a bit there. But yeah, how's it going for you? Uh, not too bad. It's um, been a bit of a roller coaster recently. I um, it, well, let's start from the beginning. So round one was obviously very good um, I got a fifth overall mm. my first ever MX1 um, race let's say and so all things buzzing I was I got a load of confidence from that and I was riding really well and um, and then I went and done the Italian Grand Prix my first MXGP and that was all going well until um, I had a bit of a crash in the first race which damaged my shoulder so yeah I separate my shoulder so I've been been really struggling with that and I've been a bit I'm fortunate where the rounds have been quite close recently because um, we had Lee, Fox Hills, um, and then recently just Blacksaw, and I'm just starting to feel where back to where I was before the crash. But um, yeah, Ling was a struggle because I had to ride through it, but then uh, Fox Hills was getting there, and then Blacksaw uh, this past weekend was obviously a lot better for me. But um, yeah, just building myself up. But so far, so good, really. I've been really enjoying it, and it's, it just seems weird that I've been racing against people that I, I, went to, I used to go and watch. And uh, <laughs> at the British Championship, but now it's like like you see the Tommy Sells, the Sean Simpsons, everything. Now I'm actually lining up against them, so that's that's the strange part. But it's all it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have we got company, Brad? Have we got a baby noise? Is that, it's the pug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do much about it, unfortunately. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, nice one. I just wondered what was going on. There. So yeah, that's all good. Nice one. It's the plug. As long as it is the plug, that's good news. Nice one. Yeah. So I mean, like you say, you had uh, yeah some bad luck there with with the injury at uh, Trentino. But uh, I mean, aside from that injury, it was must have been a pretty decent experience getting out there. I was. It was mega. Yeah, yeah. And I really didn't know how I was going to get on going into it. It was all going to be uh, just a massive learning curve. The whole new system MXGP have got this year where. Um, they've brought down the entry costs for wildcard riders, um, but we do need now to do a qualifying into the races. So it's very much like the EMX sort of routine, how they how they do the EMX. So I've been used to that. So it was nothing new to me. So I had to qualify for the race. Um, I squeezed in and then I was on the line and done the qualifying race, which went really well. And then went into race one, full of a bit more confidence. And I was actually holding my, holding my own and I was actually passing riders that I, in well, uh, up until that point, I've looked up to as big names, you know. So um, I did, even though I had a crash and everything, I did go away from that event, actually uh, full of confidence. I was just like, yeah, this is, I I do deserve to be here, you know. Yeah. And it's, uh, and I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to doing some more as I know how much it's, it progresses your riding and just riding that intensity is, it's going to take me to another level when I come back to doing like the British Championships, etc. Yeah, for sure. The, um, the track, the tracks sort of uh, develop differently at the GP level compared to the British. Like I imagine they probably rip it a little bit deeper. Obviously, the, 
the caliber of riders are sort of like that next level. How what's how does the track develop compared to like a British or an MX Nationals? Well, I don't think it was ripped as deep as at the weekend at Blacksall, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was um, obviously yeah. I've I've been lucky enough where I've I've been doing the MX series for the last few years, so I'm sort of getting used to now of how they prep the tracks, the different sorts of ways and how they build it and in how wide these some, some of these tracks are and uh, just getting used to that different layout and the only way you're going to get better at those is is actually keep doing them that's what I say to other, other riders is um, the only way to learn these tracks is actually obviously go and ride them that's the thing so I've, I've adjusted quite well but it also is the first few of the year it was also a bit of a awakening call all the time you know just going back into the flow of things but because obviously with the tracks we practice um practice on over here it's completely different when you go over there you know so um so that that's a big getting used to and also the big thing i struggle struggled with and that that trentina was obviously the two-day format like i haven't done I haven't done a two-day format for a while, race both days. Mm. And um, and obviously in that class, both each day is just is as hard as each other, you know? So um, it's not like one day's easier than the other. You've got to be fighting every every little bit. So I've been working on that. So And the more I do, the more comfortable I get with the two-day pro- program and just pacing myself throughout the weekend and actually pushing when, and the motos that really count, you know? So... Um, but no, all in all, it's it a great experience, and I recommend it to anyone. So you said um, they've they've lowered the the entry fee for wild cards. Is that is that in line with the EMX entry fee now, like the, the three hundred euros, or is it a bit more? I'm pretty sure it's it's either uh, it's either just a little bit more than the EMX um, or the same. So, uh, but considerably dropped. You know, I think it's like yeah, like I said, I think it's like three hundred fifty euros now for an entry. Mm such obviously you got to add a few licenses and everything like on top of that but from what it was you know um it's a big drop so it's making it more realistic now for the likes of myself and you see a few other brits going over and doing it and uh it just makes it a little bit more realistic and actually try and do these events you know so where in the past it was just it was with small lineups you're going up against the factory boys and paying this massive sum of money just to try and you know hang on you know so where now we're getting full gates Um, you're mixed in with probably a lot more riders that your similar capability let's say but then also you've got the goal of trying to like beat or tag on to the factory guys who are just ahead of that group you know so i think it's a great thing and um I'm looking forward, like I say, I keep saying it, but I am looking forward to doing some more. And I've got about another three on my tick list to do this year, so I'm looking forward to it. It's sort of been needed, something's needed to change it at that level. Obviously, the, the gates have been half full at best sometimes. And uh, yeah, like the last thing you want to do is pay, I think it was like a thousand euros plus, obviously, you, you start your, your entry, you start. Um, permission your licenses like you're looking at the best part of 13 1400 quid and then yeah you just try not to ride around yeah, your own. yeah just ride around your own <laughs> back it's uh yeah it's a bit shit but um yeah i think like you said yeah 300 or 350 is, is much more reasonable much more doable i think for like most riders that have just got a little bit of support so um you said that you have to qualify. So is it the um, the wild cards have their own separate time qualifying on Saturday? Yeah, and then that's it. So if you're in the top, it, 
is it how does it work then obviously got this they've got their guys their gp guys and then whatever's left they open it up to wild cards that and you'd like there's 12 spots say this weekend or well yeah so you so they've got they take the entries from the factory guys obviously at the start of the year and i think they it works out to about 21 of them and then any other entries on top of that if they've got more than 40 um, they then do a separate qualifying group which was the case in italy there was about i think 50 of us tried to turn up and yeah. qualify yeah and then so the mxgp mxgp boys have this um qualifying session um, by themselves and then we have our separate qualifying session and then um, obviously they take how I many there is to fill 40 gates and then we get put into the qualifying race and then we, then we just qualify like normal from there basically so um, but I think it's a great little system like I said it's very similar to the EMX like 250 what I've done um, so I was used to it trying to you just need to bank one fast lap and then I was in, in for the show you know so it's just like how they do in America and like I said it's sort of how they're doing the EMX stuff. So um, I think it's a good little system, and um, I think just the best thing is like when you watch on TV and everything, there's actually 40, 40 people going off the gates now, going into the first turn, which is which is the best thing. Yeah, that does uh, battle the old keyboard warriors who come out and say it's uh, slim gates and things like that. Which uh, yeah, it's always uh, like I say it's just better for the start, isn't it? When you get those top few, I mean, I doubt too many people follow it throughout the rest of the race although I think it's more impressive when you're on site when you've got that fuller track as well but uh, yeah so you, you did say before a bit my mayor that you've got uh, Torchenthal coming up in a couple of weeks time um, you said you've got three or four what, what other ones have you got do you think on your list so uh, we've got the Dutch one coming up later on in the year yep. and we've also got obviously Massively at the end of the year but they have got that one-off EMX Open race at Lommel which I'm going to enter as well so okay. um, I've just got to be I've just got to be perfect for one weekend as it's only one round <laughs> and uh, I can maybe be a champion nice, <laughs> nice. that's good ambition I like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to base myself at Lommel for the next few yeah, weeks yeah that's the camp out <laughs> <laughs> got you yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean um, you're not tempted by uh, Majora they're uh, coming onto the um, calendar to replace the um, Vietnam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've- I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's also been added to the calendar awesome. now. So the calendar was already looking busy, but um, we got to add that to the list now. But I've I haven't I'm yet to race that track, and obviously it's quite spectacular. I think I've just seen the videos and stuff, so I'm I'm quite looking forward to that one. Yeah, nice one. I'm going to try and get a ticket to that myself because I just uh, I've I've loved that watching at that watching coverage of that venue for years. So yeah, definitely would uh, like to see if I can um, maybe get lift the MX Vice Man on the <laughs> on, his, on his tour of the GPs. I'd, I'd quite like to say that one in but we'll see uh, see if i get lucky enough on that one <laughs> i wish they'd um bring back the uh, the festival they did it matterly back in 20 2013 maybe 2012 something like that and they had like the, the four days or whatever it was and they sort of had every class because uh yeah i quite fancy i think I'm, i think i'm a bit past the emx open but a, a, a nice, nice little clubman class would, uh, <laughs> would suit me, especially at somewhere like Majora. To be honest, I even I wouldn't mind having a crack at the EMX Open at Majora. Just to say I've rode it. Track does look mint. Must have. Yeah, it looks like it's, looks like you haven't got the chance, though, mate. There's not, it's not on the calendar anyway. But there we go. No, it was it. It was last year. They had EMX Open there last year, but um, yeah, budget would not allow. So uh, yeah, we have to miss <laughs> that one, unfortunately. <laughs> 
father of twins now you got you got priorities isn't it yeah with budgets the uh we're saving we got we're saving for three cobras so it's uh <laughs> yeah no new bites for me just uh yeah I'm trying to build up a bit of a budget for three fifties in like four years time <laughs> nice one. i mean you mentioned about the track prep and uh yeah i think uh, the first thing that struck me in the uh, practice you were you guys were first out for practice i'm not quite sure if brad would know this one but you're a your namesake brad mr todd uh led, led out onto the circuit did you did you see that tom did you see it when you came over the first lap no i didn't see it but i did i came i was near the beginning of because we're doing our start practice and I was one of the first few riders that say to get away. And this is me not damning the Woodbridge club or anything, how they prepped or anything like that. Cause I think they do an awesome job. And I think the track was really good yeah. on Sunday, but it was just quite funny. I came, just came round the bodies everywhere, like generally bodies everywhere, just cause they've, they ripped the landings quite soft. Yeah. And I think people just was not expecting it. And uh, yeah, after step down, Brad Todd's off and there was someone off on the tabletop after and then I get round and Simo's crashed already and it was, <laughs> it was what's going on. Yeah, it was serious. Uh, I mean, uh, from the commentary tower where we were, because I mean, it's a nice, it's, it's one of the best commentary towers to, one of the best places to commentate at, I must be honest. It's absolutely stunning from there because you can see virtually everything. And yeah, Brad was first one out, launched onto, onto the downhill section and just stopped. And it just like, I mean, it was was one of the most dramatic crashes I've seen as a commentator right in front of me just first lap well straight over the top and I'm like oh my god because I mean you know he's been on our podcast he was uh, yeah he was a, he was good value on our podcast and uh, yeah it was just like oh man what are you doing <laughs> like, yeah I, I did check with him and apparently he's picked up uh, this year's fashionable injury which is the ribs I think uh, almost, mm. got so many of those uh, this year you, you've had a, a few issues haven't you with, uh, with yours mm. yeah so, yeah Simo's done it now and sells out as yeah. with these ribs, so it's uh, yeah, it seems to be the fashionable thing at the moment. That was that was what's happened to Sean, is it? Because I mean, we checked in with Sean and he sort of just gave us a thumbs up, but didn't really tell us, uh, and he hasn't been on socials right. telling much. So I'm not completely sure. That's all. That's all I just. That's all I heard. Right, okay. um, but um, yeah, so I'm not. I can't confirm. Yeah, I mean that was that was first of quite a few red flags as well. It was quite a tricky day, wasn't it? Yeah, but I still think obviously it's, it's I still think it was one of the best British we've we've had. <laughs> Obviously, Fox Hills was was very good. I still think Fox Hills was very good with the crowd that turned out, um, and then the crowd that turned out at Black Source well, and how pretty the place is, and how they look after that place. Yeah. I think it was a great advert for British motocross. Yeah, a few people say that, and yeah, it was it was full and it was uh, it was good racing. So uh, yourself, you had seemed to have an issue in, in race one. Did you come together with John Adamson? Because you, you suddenly yeah, the pair of you were further back the pack than you were in one lap. So uh, yeah. Can, can you explain? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. It started off. It started off really well, to be honest. I got, I got a good start, and then um, like I said, I, was, I think I was lying about. Yeah, you were right up there. Yeah. And, um, and then I just saw this opportunity to go around John on the outside, and he went defensive, let's say, and yeah, ended up with both of us on the floor. So yeah, it was. I was. I wasn't happy about it, but. We picked ourselves up and um, he snapped, snapped a gear lever off. So I was stuck in, stuck in third and my bars were bent. I was just, it was lucky because I was, I was quite earlier on in the lap and I had the rest of the lap actually just to assess the bike or such. Because immediately as I jumped on it, I thought, oh, is, is this rate, this is my race done. Yeah. I'm, I can't ride like this. But actually, I don't know why <laughs> that last half a lap, I got sort of used to it. 
and um, I just carried on and, and I chucked on to be honest I, and I pulled through to about 15th in the end so yeah. uh, for a race that could have just ended right there and then I, I was quite happy and actually I did really even though it wasn't the result I wanted I did actually really enjoy coming through the pack and passing a few people it was quite an enjoyable race even though it didn't go the way I wanted yeah but those things happen um, and then just regained myself for the second race and uh, that was a lot better for me um, again because of everything that's going on my shoulder and everything like that I haven't ran up front for a while mm. so I was up there with even though I was oh, okay I was I was I started about 12th I think I moved myself into ninth pushing eighth and seventh was just there so and um, and I just kept pushing on, pushing on and Liam Knight was having a really good one and he got me at the end and um, just lost a little bit of steam at the end to be honest that was that was all and the track was very rough yeah, really was. rough so I just with everything going on I just I just wanted to bring it home and just actually have a good solid result on the scoreboard for as it's been a while so uh, yeah brought it home for ninth and um, we're moving forward now and um, hopefully be be pushing on for more closer to the top five that's that's my goal so um but we'll see <laughs> yeah it's your best result since okanga for sure so yeah you can tell you're getting getting right back up there at the end for sure what was was the just the issue i heard a couple of people say things about the track this weekend that obviously they're usually doing such a good job at black so what was the issue just the the landings were ripped a bit too deep or was there other issues going on where some people say it was a bit dry it's like dusty um i honestly um with with the weather we've had of i know we've <laughs> we've been complaining about the weather been too wet and then this year we've just gone through this dry spot i feel like and okay i think the track was always going to get dry or such with i heard the going into the weekend they got they got um the club invested in like a new machinery of a deeper ripper let's say and they were proper ripping and <laughs> ripping the track and it was super deep like proper deep it did feel like lomo-esque out there in the qualifying which was good i i, I loved i loved it to be honest and um with how the track roughed up at the end of the day that's what you want all i'm going to recommend to them is obviously take it a little bit easier on the landings of the jumps <laughs> but everything in between then it was fine and i really didn't have any problems i thought they'd done a great job and um it really roughed up really well to where there was different passer spots which I think I showed in the first race I was able to come through the pack it wasn't like Plaxels in the past where I find it's always led into one big um, one line so it's quite hard to pass I think there was yeah. options so that was the, I think that was the good thing and um, obviously everyone's got a different opinion but I didn't mind it I thought it was, I thought they'd done a good job Is that your uh, is that your local race you're from, you're from Essex way aren't you that's up that neck of the woods that your closest uh, one they call me. They call me the local boy, but it's still, still, um, just over two hours for me. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's my local one. That- I think Canaites is my local one. Oh, it's closer, is it? Canaites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, um, a, few, a few local riders, but yeah, like I say, I think there were quite a few. Well, quite a few wildcasts. Quite a few of those Eastern Centre boys were getting amongst it. It was quite uh, good riding there from like, the likes of Luke Parker and Ben Cole and people like that. So yeah, that was. Um, they weren't too far off it, were they? For you? No, they because I. Um, I do do a lot of Easter centres when I can, so and I'm part of the Bridge Club. So when I do the Easter centre there, those those centre boys do rip round there. So <laughs> I'm not surprised they don't they don't they pull together a good result when we get there for the British. So it, it was good to see it was good to see them actually. And Luke Parker done really well. He done really well at Lean. So he's been he's uh 
Uh, he's got some skill, Luke's, and uh, I think it showed on his 350. I think he done very well. No, 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 yeah. That's um, kind of, yeah, I just wanted to see what I knew it would be there or Canada Heights. I just thought that one would uh, be closer. <laughs> I just remember driving past a, a sign on the way there last year that said Bill Ricky, and I know that's in Essex, but that's about all I know from Essex. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live near near live near where the film Gavin and Stacey? That's Essex, isn't it? It's East of London, isn't it? That's what it is to you. <laughs> oh, good stuff. I mean, um, there were there were a couple of writers saying that they they could have done with uh, getting some water down. A couple of writers saying to me about the the, the lack of watering was a bit of an issue for them. Do you find that? Yeah, yeah, and because um, I. Um... I raced Cusses the week before for the Bridgestone and obviously the guys there, they really, I think they do a great job with prepping the track. And if you see, they, they like don't just blast the track with water throughout the day. They literally just like sprinkle it. Mm. I mean, maybe if that was an option, I, I definitely did recommend, would recommend that maybe just like light sprinkles, just drenching a few little parts of the track. Um, but all in all, I think it was, it's a sand track, you know, yeah. so um, it didn't get like if it was a hard pad blue groove track it would have got really dusty I didn't think it was that bad no. so um, no I think it was okay to be honest good stuff and then uh, yeah in, in MX when there the results uh, bore out quite well for the uh, Honda team of course you had uh, yeah Conrad and Josh running one two uh, in both races there I mean Conrad was very uh, happy yeah. on the there it's his first overall result so mm. yeah they're, uh, they're riding good at the moment Conrad and Josh they sort of really really found like another, they've really stepped up a level from even from the start of the year. I think even from like the first round, they've sort of hooked another gear. Uh, especially Comrade seems to really find his feet on that Honda 450. I thought he looked really good like before the year started, but now he's sort of yeah, really got to grips that Honda and looks mega comfortable. That's- yeah, it's a bit worrying for everybody else that he passed past them both in both races you know there wasn't whole shot and hide it was like yeah literally he's not passing the others there so yeah have you noticed their speed on the track time those two? Oh, absolutely and especially i think i did recognize it when he came came to lap me in the first race <laughs> <laughs> so um obviously i was a little bit further down it just it did just show the speed of them you know so i had a, I had a little battle where i know josh wasn't comfy at the first round and everything but i was a little battle with josh in the first round and i thought on I'm doing all right to be honest with because yeah. I ranked Josh obviously as one. Obviously he's, a, he's just showing his second in points. He's one of one of the guys, and but his experience in these last few weeks, and obviously he's got com- more comfortable that on that. And um, yeah, they, those boys have just seemed to have gone to another level. So um, I think they're all chasing chasing them at the moment. You got to look at the likes the likes of Harry and everything like that. And now got to be thinking of how we, how they're going to close this gap. You know, yeah. so with the tracks coming up, yeah, it's, we have to see. Really, yeah, I think it's going to be difficult. Comrades obviously good at uh, in the sand, so Hawkstone will be difficult. But obviously, Kulas has showed his potential in the sand. Um, so I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a great push for the championship, and um, with those boys at the front. And um, obviously, I'm going to do my best to try and stick it in there now and again, but also learn from them because that is what this year is for. Really, my first year of, on the 450s to really uh, just learn off those guys who've been in the class for for a few years now, and. Um, next year will be hopefully a bit more of a hitting year for me yeah nice one I mean um, yeah you got Hawkstone have you been to this schoolhouse track before no, no, no I don't go that far up north <laughs> <laughs> 
I know that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a uh, yeah, that's a bit too much for me. Anything, anything past apex requires serious planning. Yeah, it's no, it's no nosebleed territory. Yeah, there, is that the don't want to be going out there if you can help it. <laughs> it's like, and then Oxford, but no, it, does, it does look cool. Yeah, that's it does look cool to chat. Uh, Oxford closes the season. Did you did you do the Michelin man there last year? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've done that. And obviously that's a little bit closer to home, that one. I thought it was a great, great chat there. there. They just needed a little bit more time to bed in. But obviously with the time they had and everything like that, it was, um, I think it was impressive what they'd done, really. So I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to going to there um, with a year gone past now of it being like being there and bedded in, you know. So yeah, some good tracks coming up, some good ones. So I'm looking forward to it. Do you think they'll... Um experience a similar sort of problems at Monster Mountain this weekend with the MX like the obviously it being a new track sort of do you foresee any issues of sort of like the jumps maybe breaking down or like the edges edges of the tracks kind of going away a lot of sneaky inside lines <laughs> maybe yeah I've seen I have seen some pictures obviously we've all seen the pictures and it all looks really impressive and everything like that um, but I do it's the same story I think with most new tracks it does need obviously a few races for it to be actually get to its potential let's say um, and needs to be broken in doesn't it it's just the same with all new tracks it just needs to be broken in a little bit so I think I, I think this weekend potentially has got the potential to be like really rough and like jaggery that which was like Oxford was it was like curb stones really big ones and kickers off the jumps just because it was all fresh you know mm. so I am expecting that a sight think of the Alfie and obviously he knows what he's doing so um, yeah. he knows all the sneaky <laughs> sneaky inside lines it's called them. <laughs> yeah they, they actually put a video out about an hour ago I don't know if you've really seen it they had a press day there today and uh, yeah just like it was about an eight minute video of like them talking to Alfie Justin a few clips of yeah. people riding obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that were going to the the rider clap the rider race evening race tonight stopped in on their way so there was like Adamson was there Harry Kulas people like that and uh, yeah it looks pretty good like some flowing jumps there's a there's a step up and you see John Adamson obviously John Adamson hit this <laughs> hit this step up and it's sort of in slow-mo and it's like in the distance you're like he's not going to make that he's going to come up short he's coming up short he's like <laughs> bang right on the top of it and then uh, you think I'm thinking fucking that's a big jump and uh, later on like Justin's like, yeah, and, uh, yeah. John tried this jump. It wasn't supposed to be a jump, uh, <laughs> but uh, really? fair play to him for trying it. <laughs> but, um, is he? Is he a bit wild? Sorry, sorry, bad cutting on the subject of John Adams. is he a bit wild to race with? Tom? I mean, he looks like to me, race with him, it would seem to be a nightmare because he just doesn't seem to have the same line twice. He's one of the most like. I mean, he's entertaining to watch. I'd mean, love to watch him and all the rest of it. But yeah, he just seems a bit wild. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think I found out on Sunday, didn't I? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, John. Yeah. He's very, very fast rider, yeah. very strong rider. Uh, we've also seen some moments from John. Yeah, when he did Hawkstone, it was fucking just ridiculous. 
Like, as long, I think as long as, he, as long as he's in between those two posts, he doesn't care what line he's on. And like, yeah, off track, he's like so quiet. I mean, he's, you know, he's a nice, yeah. like, we've, I've had, uh, I spoke to him in the booth a couple of times and he's like, yeah, he's just such a, one of those sort of like yeah, gentlemen until he puts the crash hammer on job, isn't it? Mm. And that's it. And he's, he's a hard racer, you know, so you, if you're going to battle him, you've got to know what you're getting yourself into. So, um, but no, I don't let that, I don't, I don't let that phase me or anything like that. But let's just say uh, I've learned my lesson from Sunday. I've just got to be a bit more aware. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just saying, yeah, the track, it looks really good, sort of flowy, kind of like a, kind of like a sort of like an American California type track, like big floaty jumps. So yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good. I think that it'll be quite fast. It looks like it's on top of a big hill. So, I don't know how windy it'd be. I mean, it's in Wales, so I imagine it's going to be pretty, pretty darn windy. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking I might just not use the tent this weekend. I might just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I might, I might try the. Uh, although apparently there is uh, some, there might be some issues with security. So uh, uh, somebody, somebody local to the area, should we say, at, uh, at Blacksall did say to me that um, there's, uh, should we say, there's a campsite not far away. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Lock things up. <laughs> the rider evening race this weekend. This weekend tonight you didn't fancy didn't fancy that trip along no because um, me and Ben had a little convo before starting this where I've got quite a few busy busy weekends coming up or such where so MX Nationals this weekend and then there's a quick turnaround and I've got to leave on Thursday for Germany and then obviously Hawkstone and everything so just saving saving myself saving the bikes a little bit um, obviously it's, it's not like it's around the corner of this race either so no, it been, been a few more hours in the van and such so just saving myself a little bit but it does look an awesome event so uh, it's definitely on the tip list for the future to do you're physically not so bad now are you you're over the shoulder pretty much now you've been able to train as well yeah yeah so this, it's a weird this is really weird injury and it's quite funny when I've done it I spoke to most of the guys on in my class on the line and it's, it seems to be I think everyone's done it so it's uh, everyone's got their knowledge of a separation and uh, the, the weird thing is like riding this anymore which is which is great so um, I've got no pain and I'm not even thinking about it now when I'm riding actually the only difficult thing is like putting on my clothes or um, just doing some like push-ups at the gym or whatever like that just things like that I don't know why it just aggravates it a little bit but if you jump put me on a motorbike for some reason it doesn't hurt so that's, I guess that's, that's the positives from it yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah, just to finish off on uh, on MX1 before we do go to uh, MX2 of the British side of it, um, some good rides through the pack there. Tristan Purden had perhaps his best day yet. Bob Chef had a good one with two fourths, and Ashton Dickerson also put uh, put a, two good results together. Jamie Carpenter and Liam Knight were top ten both times. I mean, Jamie had a, a crash in the first race, uh, had to come through the pack to get tenth, but he did did well to do that. So it feels like perhaps some of the uh, should we say some of the thirty plus. You old riders are starting to move on a little bit and the rest of the lads like yourself now are all coming into it uh, for future years. Is that, is that how you feel with it, Tom? Yeah, well, it's 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 the same story with me and like MX2 as such. Even though I'm, I'm 22, it was getting to that stint where obviously the new blood was coming up and just how racing goes, doesn't it? So um, I'm the new blood into MX1 along with some others. and But you've got, still got the likes of the cells and the simpsons and kulas and everything like that but i wouldn't 
I really enjoy. I do enjoy them being there though, because it just adds. Obviously, look how look at the depth for the class this year is. I think it's it's amazing, you know. So uh, yeah. to be in there with those boys, and obviously, I, I don't know how much longer they're going to go on for. Uh, hopefully, not too long. <laughs> but, um, it's um, yeah. I think it's just racing those guys one on one, you know. Like rubbing shoulders with them it's 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 impressive because like i said before it's just like i used to go and watch these guys you know and i used to go go to the local british championship or such or and see tommy winning and seeing sean winning and everything and now it's quite a bit of a relief uh, well it's well not relief but just mesmerizing that i'm actually there with them now and one of one of the names you know so yeah um, it's it's been brilliant, and um, I'm I am looking forward to the rest of the year and how many more years with them, really. Yeah, I've got that similar feeling with the commentating. It's a thing on a podium as a first time. You did the podium. Oh right, okay. Oh, shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sort of getting there now, but it's still a bit weird at times. You know, most no, you're doing a good doing a good job, Ben. Oh, oh, cheers, yeah, yeah, you're doing a good job. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, you do get a few, I mean, especially in the youth classes that don't say an awful lot on the podium. I mean, usually one question and the, the MX1 podium are sorted. One question does his bit, done, you know, usually. So well, it's not so bad. But uh, yeah, some of the, the lesser trained ones need a bit of work. <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't been to any of the British this year. And uh, I've, I've tried to watch some streams, but obviously they've just been absolute dog shit. So <laughs> the day, the, they just, they just compete there. They just abandoned the stream for Black Soul, I'm guessing, just thought, fuck it, we're not doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's a well-worded script from um, from the Dirt Wheel TV. Nothing to do with RHL, I've got to stress. It's actually, um, you know, it was left in the hands of, uh, of Dirt Wheel TV. And, um, yeah, I mean, anybody who got who got the footage from Voxel knows that it needs work. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that it does work at some point this year because I'd like to get back in that booth. But, yeah, I can't really say an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is much, we put it that way. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's the same company doing the MX Nationals, so we'll see what they do. I mean, um, they have got an extra day to work at with the MX Nationals, so they might well be playing and experimenting on the Saturday and bringing things in on Sunday. I'm not totally sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to just see from that side and um, we'll see what goes on because I think they have got the funding there for live and free. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah, uh, see see what comes of it basically. But yeah, it's um, it's still they've got lots of sort of new technical tricks, but. Um, they also do need to do the basics, so yeah, there's, there's work to be done. So just put it that way. You drop me in the trouble again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, second in MX, uh, you were third in MX2 last year, so you said you had some of the young guns coming up there. I mean, um, pretty solid weekend from Isaac Gifting, but behind them, it was pretty wild, wasn't it? It's good racing to watch, to be honest. Um, I, 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 it's, it's getting to that point where I'm actually um, getting cleaned up from my race quite quick, so I'm temp- I really, really want to go and watch it. So it's, um, <laughs> it's quite exciting to watch. Um, I see Isaac, he's in a bit of a different class at the moment to the others but the others are obviously there still and uh, the rise of like Bobby Bruce he's doing really well in the GPs and everything and just seeing him bring that to the British Championship is great and then obviously this new new life of Elliot Banks Brown at the weekend and Fox Hills it was impressive to watch to be honest and uh, but then that uh, that second race was really good it was a bunch of them together and obviously see Taylor Hamill come through and um, yeah it was it was good to see them so close together good racing and it really does seem alright you got Isaac but then after that it really is all 
all to play for, you know? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Banks Brown is a big surprise. Like, he looks looks like he did back in sort of when he won the Mexico Championship back in 2013, 2014. 2013, um, he won it, yeah. Got yeah. Got me, got me notes. Yeah, the, the Hitachi KTM looks like really regenerated back on the 250, yeah. I mean, Bobby Bruce, I think, is, is where he's supposed to be at this point. If anything, he, sh- he should really sort of be challenging and gifting a little bit more, I think. Uh, and Charlie Cole, like, really, mm. really impressive. Sort of, he's on his own, I believe, isn't he? He's not, he's not on a team or anything. Just, like, a few, like, personal sponsors or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, fourth overall, beating Joel Rizzi, who's, like, been doing GPs the last two or three years or whatever. Like, he's beaten some really good... I think we've got to give Rizzi a little a little bit of a break, obviously, because jumping on that bike, you know, he's been on... He's been on a um, Japanese bike for the last few years, so just jump on straight on now. Literally, I think it was a few days before, and get thrown into that sort of track of how he roughed up and everything like that. I think it was um, obviously very hard for him. I missed just the start of the MX2 race two, but I heard he had a good, better start or such, and he made like a little mistake. But um, I think within the next few weeks, you'll see um, some better results from Rizzi as he'll come through. Because I said the class shows, you know, what he's done in the world championship and stuff like that. You don't do that through just <laughs> mistakenly getting there, you know. So he's got it. So just give him a bit more time, I say. Nah, fuck yeah, him. So- <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Yamaha ride went south, and obviously Honda was a standing ride as well. And like you say, then he's jumping onto his third bike of the year, just a, a gas gas from a shop a few days before the actual event I mean yeah the first race uh, start wasn't great for him and he, he came through to, to fifth place uh, and the second race yeah he was right up there uh, eventually obviously um, they had about seven starts uh, uh, for the two motos the uh, the MS2 class <laughs> so that was a, a bit of an issue but um, yeah so uh, but yeah he did he did in the one that counted he had a better start but yeah he did he fell up actually on the corner by the commentary tower that Scott Sports one right at the top I uh, just um, just the, the, because it seemed that corner never formed a rut did like all day it seemed, it seemed like you know there's a berm then it gets pushed out and then there was a berm that gets pushed out again it never carved up and yet the straight and the jump after it was about as rough and choppy as I've ever seen it there so yeah it was weird how the track ended up like that wasn't it yeah it was like um, big uh, big berm that got pushed out to that banking all the time you know and um, but you had to really uh, line yourself up for that next straight because like I said those jumps were just rutted out holes at the bottom of them and um, proper choppy the whole way down so you had to really line yourself up from the corner and get a good straight run at those um, but there was quite a few sections like that that did just didn't really rut up or such just berm that got a big berm let's say um, but it was you had to be smart with your lines like I say because it got so so rough at the end you were having to square some things up um, jump faces Jesus some of them were like proper chewed out yeah and um, I haven't seen I haven't seen jumps like that for a while so very technical I thought it was I thought it was it was good to see such a technical track which we haven't I don't think we've had for for a while yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, Rizzi did, uh, like I say, he came, came through there in the end to a decent amount. But yeah, Charlie Cole rode well, and it's a Blades Bikes Kawasaki, I think, which is the second year straight that that's been his sort of team title, if you like. But yeah, certainly uh, best Kawasaki on the day. Um, no issues there. And yeah, and also good riding from, from Taylor Hamill. I mean, um, yeah, the first race. Was that, a, was, that a, uh, was that a no issues there and no issues with Kawasaki, or was that a no issues? The fourth was good. 
There were no issues with the Kawasaki. Uh, I'm, I'm like, you're always going to drop me in it, aren't you? Uh, yeah, there, there were no issues ah, with the Kawasaki. They got no one out there, it's fine. Well, they got Mel. They had Mel, and Mel oh, was scrapping yeah. in. The in fact, it was, yeah, it was Mel, Mel um, Carton Husband, and the Phoenix Tools even strokes Kawasaki. Hey, yeah, both Nicole uh, Husband and... Pocock were like all together for a lot for a lot of that first race. Mm. Um, the second race, um, there was an issue with the gate. I think some officials pointed towards Mel. The team said, "Well, he only hit the gate because it was dropping so slow." And uh, in the end, they refused to um, take the final start. So, team team made the decision that uh, yeah, they weren't going to ride it. So, what? Just because they were pointing the finger at them? Um, what? Well, I don't see what the problem is. He hit the gate. All right, what's wrong with that? He hit the gate. Big deal. People at the gate all the time. Um, yeah, but apparently it bent the gate, and that was uh... that's part of that's part of it. I've bent I've bent the gate plenty of times. <laughs> are we gonna Are we gonna talk about the um, monster hole shot from Cottrell? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I seen it on Cyril's um, on his blog. Hole shot. I thought, Jesus, he must have like just just dumped the clutch and just let her have it. Just guessed, but obviously. It's, I'll uh, tell you what. I was hilarious. It was hilarious. I think it was on the flag start, wasn't it? Was it the first time they did the flag start? Okay. You've got to go for it. A flag start, just, just go. Got to go. And just hope everyone just sees it. So, yeah, they couldn't fix the gate in time. And, uh, yeah, they did They did the green flag up and down job. And uh, I think yeah. some people said that it went up, they dropped, rather than down, they dropped. Yeah. Look at the flag. You just go. The bird have been washed. <laughs> I'm I'm fifth I'm fifty four now on flag starts. <laughs> from the uh, from the commentary time, it looked like um it looked like he was like the hair on a greyhound course, you know that thing which was on the outside. Like he was like that, and then everyone else was following him. Absolutely hilarious. Just like that, bump it out. And of course, yeah, the great thing was his dad owns Foxwood Trade, who was sponsoring the whole shot award, which was hundred pounds per whole shot, um, and uh, three hundred pounds if he got them both. So yeah. Basically, yeah, he was saying he was going to get his dad's money, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It was an absolute peach, was that? But yeah, I mean, a few people were, were completely flummoxed by the flag start because, like, I don't think I've ever had a flag start. Have you, Tom? Um, yes, I did. Okay. And this is the one of the few races me and Brad were in together at Fox Hills <laughs> last year. <laughs> And I do believe you got a very good start in that. Oh, was this oh, the vets thing? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I whole shot that. I don't think I made it to the. I think I, the old TM was lacking on power though. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat a flag start. They didn't even say we we're going to do a flag start. It was like they just rolled into the front of the gate, and then the, the, the display was just holding the flag out. It was like, "Well, guess we're going. Guess we're going racing then." <laughs> there, there was no, "Oh, the gates don't work. We're going to do a flag start." <laughs> Unannounced. I like it. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty wild. I mean, yeah, it was um, a shame that Taylor had a, a bad first race because he, he he fell at the first corner and then um, yeah had to work his way through, which he did to eleventh, and then uh, yeah took a great second in that uh, second race, um, sort of wore down. Well, backs in both races was second and then 
lost it towards the end with, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, fitness not quite um, where it was. I mean, he, he said that himself on the podium. So, uh, yeah, pretty straightforward with that. But to get second overall, that's that's pretty solid for Elliot, isn't it? I mean, like, yeah, yeah, pretty unreal. Yeah, yeah. 32 yeah. years old. Elliot, yeah, brilliant, I think, for Elliot. Obviously, didn't really get the results he wanted on the 450, decided to drop back down. And, yeah, like I said, it's really sort of generated his career. Well, not career, but, like, regenerated his results. He's sort of back up battling for the those podium spots. Yeah, it's SC Sport Home Susquehanna as well, taking him under the awning with obviously um, mm. Jorgen Matthias Talviku is still out, which is, uh, yeah, we hope that Talviku is okay. And uh, rumours are he might join us at Hawkstone, but yeah, they're still waiting to see because it was a, a vertebra uh, sort of fracture, which um, obviously is a, a bit suspect if he uh, jumps on it again. So yeah, hopefully he'll be okay from there. Um, but Charlie Heyman actually put two top 10 positions together. Have you seen much of Charlie riding, Tom? Are you impressed with uh, young Heyman there? Yeah, I've seen I've seen um, a few little practice days. I was, I was with him out in Spain, and then a bit of training over here at the start of the year, and absolutely flying, like flying. And um, but I think um, obviously he had a rough start of the year, okay and stuff. I don't know if he let the pressure a little bit get on top of him because a lot of people were talking about him, and so they should because the potential from him is. It's massive, um, but I think what he done at Blacksall is literally all he needs to do this year. He doesn't need to do any more. It's just get solid results inside the top 10, um, show the pace that he's capable of, and he'll build off that once he gets, obviously, once he matures into a little bit, learns the new class, um, learns the new bike, remember? Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, like, like I was saying from, of me for next year, I think for him for next year, it'll be a hitting year for him, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, also, I mean, Ben Musto's going quite well. I mean, considering he was on 85 two years ago, he's now in an MX1 and 14th in the championship, which is pretty special. So, yeah, on the ASA United Gas Gas, obviously he's on a good team. But for the first year, I must confess, I never really saw him being right up there. He's only just behind Sam Nunn in the points. So, pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I haven't got too much info about Musto, but he's. Um, I have watched obviously the races and seen him there and yes solid solid unit really isn't he so he's um he's been he's been putting in some results lately so um again he's get a rookie so get another year underneath his belt and i think he'll he'll be a contender in the next few years to come well so brad you had experience of the muster at marshall didn't you i did yeah um he was uh yeah quick uh, <laughs> yeah um obviously uh, it didn't uh didn't have anything for me at the, the gate but um yeah true yeah uh, yeah i mean he come he come by and i sort of i hung on to him for a couple of laps but yeah he's obviously i don't know how old he's 12 <laughs> <Some of that. laughs> yeah yeah looked good obviously first year on 250f yeah looked really strong didn't really i mean it was obviously it was only like an 18 minute race or something but um yeah and uh to be fair he, he come up i was washing the bike back at the van he come over and sort of said like like well done and like good race and stuff like that and uh yeah i think uh yeah it goes a long way when you're uh like a decent decent bloke like people give you people give you the time of day want to talk to you want to help you out like uh yeah hopefully he'll um sort of carry on with like that tra- trajectory and um will be like yeah like charlie his first year in the class i think uh next year he'll sort of get a bit more confident i think we'll sort of start trying to consistently crack that top 10 maybe like a few top fives and things and go from there 
Yeah, most of them. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes from that side in, in Nemex too. Like you say, I think Gifting's definitely the favourite for the title. Now 41 points clear. Uh, but, yeah, behind him, uh, all to play for because Bobby's only two clear of, of Banks-Brown. Uh, and then Hamill's just eight back from him. So, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty close in amongst those boys. Charlie Cole, fifth in the championship. And Jamie Wainwright, we haven't mentioned his name, but he's had a consistent year as well, sixth uh, overall in the series. So that's pretty decent for him. Sadly, Jake Millwood had a, a, a bad one. Did you see any pictures of that, guys? Jake Millwood's on him? Yeah, yeah, it didn't, didn't look pretty. Yeah, I literally, before jumping on here, um, I got shown the pictures of his arm. God, yeah, it's, uh, I didn't see the crash, but I did see him laying against the, uh, the fence with the medics and stuff, and it's, it's not good to see, you know. Yeah. And um, I know Jake, Jake's had a few injuries of late. Well, as of last year, he had a big collarbone injury, didn't yeah. he? So it's, it's sad to see because he was, he was looking good on the two-stroke, um, but I think hopefully he, he'll, he won't be out for as long as he's called a bow, so he'll be back hopefully in a few weeks' time, back in the field. Yeah, I mean, um, after the injury to um, Dean Wilson with that uh, foot peg last year, I mean, is there is there much they can do about these these foot peg things? Because it seems to be happening more and more. Yeah, I'm not sure, really. It's We have them razor sharp. Like, if you look at my my foot pegs, it's um, they're raptors, and I think they're, they're boot eaters. They just eat alive, <laughs> eat alive my boots, but um, they keep me pinned to the pegs and, unless when I'm going flying through the air. And obviously then it comes a bit of a, a bit of a weapon, you know? So um, I I don't know about how they can change that or such, really. Um, Technology is always moving forward, so maybe in the next couple of years and everything. But um, it does seem something that we can probably look at, isn't it? So, but... As of now, I can't. I can't give really an opinion. Really, Brad, you haven't taken shot yourself. Um, well, I mean, I've got yeah, I've got titanium pegs, but um, I mine are a couple, well, like a year or two old now, so slightly worn down. Which I, I kind of prefer it a little bit. I don't like being too. Sometimes, depending on your boots, I think. Uh, like the fox boots they've got a really sort of soft sole so it actually almost gets like too much like on the pegs like too sticky whereas I like to sort of slide slide my boot back a little bit or forward also too sharp I I can't really I don't want to be buying boots every year (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so if anyone's listening to this I am in the market for a boot sponsor excellent Um, but yeah I think um it does seem to be a bit of a occurring injury at the moment. The old foot peg. I think mm. Dean Wilson had a foot peg to the to the secondary bum hole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the last few years since Raptors sort of come on the scene, they've been very popular. Just right. I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the titanium that makes them so popular. In fact, they're lighter, or if it's yeah. Obviously, the the mega they're super grippy. But yeah, I can't really see a solution. No, sure. Um, apart from wearing like a full body armor. Is that the pug again, or is that you? Talking? No, the pug. Oh, dog. I'm set. Pug's flat out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all good to see here. Yeah, it's getting it's getting close to time for me when yeah. we need to turn things up. So, um, yeah, just uh, before we go, I'm going to ask you a few riders this sort of thing. What would you say is your best day in the sport so far? What would you say is an event you've pulled away from? Just feeling like awesome. So glad you're doing this. Yeah. What, what would you say? Is that for you? Cool. I've had a few few good days. Uh, yeah. Um Lee Basin was good good for me last year. The EMX Open. I had um, just jumped on the 450 for that, and just being in that atmosphere of being at a GP. Um, also, obviously, it felt good to run 
at the top end of a class at that sort of level, you know, and coming through and racing that track and everything. I, I did leave there that weekend going, that was, that's cool. <laughs> that, that is really cool. And I think I got like fifth overall or something. And um, that, that memory will always stay in my head of that was a cool weekend, you know. Nice. Did you get everyone's? Everyone's in chainsaws. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got the full lot. Yeah, yeah, and uh, shirts off, waving their yes. waving their shirts and everything like that. I think it was like minus two or something, but they didn't care. <laughs> yeah, learn from that from me. Um, I'm interested to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Before we go, is Billy Askew going to win every race this year, or is someone going to beat him? Yeah, it's going to take a bad start or crash. I think personally. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, well, I to be fair, I haven't watched too many of their races just for how it's lined up with the day and everything. But I just hear his name over, obviously, the commentary tower and everything like that. Um, just another win, another win, another win. Um, yeah, I, I can't really see it, to be honest. I really can't see it. It looks too comfortable, you know. So um, if someone is going to challenge him, it's going to take an effort. Kid's talented, so... I don't think it'll be long until he's moving up. Uh, I don't think he's going to be one of those that sticks sticks around in the class, you know, even though he's young. Yeah, I think it's going to take some take some going and I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if he wins every race. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, his, his main competition, actually, I think is from his uh, sort of training partner, the 125s, I think is the only guy that might actually beat him to a chequered flag uh, in, in Reese Jones. Uh, but Reese so far just hasn't been getting out of the gate as well. Determined charger and a great rider, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it's between those two. Um, yeah, there's, there's um, uh, Jack Taylor hung on to him for a little bit in that second one, but yeah, Billy just had a, a bit too much pace in the end. Uh, for people who might say he's got a bike advantage, I mean, obviously the preparation in that team is pretty spot on and, and, and all the rest of it. Uh, although they did say he's on a standard engine, so it's not down to the actual horsepower. Uh, those gates is down to uh, technique and maybe a little bit of power to weight ratio because he's not exactly the, uh, <laughs> the biggest of riders as of yet. But uh, yeah, he does look the business, it's got to be said. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, he is still 15, so he could he could spend another couple of years in that class if he really wants to. But yeah, I think um, I think it makes sense if he moved up in the next year or two. But we'll see how it goes. But yeah, what do you think, Tom? Do you think he should stay down there winning or uh, move up with the men? No, no, no. Get, get going, get going. Yeah. Um, is that right? It would have been cool to see him maybe because he obviously skipped one two five. It'd been cool, cool to see him in on a one two five and maybe doing the EMX one two five series and stuff. Seeing how well he would have got on there, but obviously he's made the jump to the two fifty. So um, if he's done that, the next step is obviously straight into MX two and just throw yourself into the deep end. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's planning to do the MX two fifty at Matterley. So uh, I was going to mm-hmm. say, is he? I think feel like he sort of should be trying to do a couple of those this year to get his feet wet obviously that's the obviously the goal is GPs I'd imagine yeah got me, for sure All right, well, um, yeah, yeah. Say, thanks for joining us on this one Tom um, unless you got anything else to add Any, anybody want to thank before we go no just thank you um, thank, thank you for having me obviously um, I'm well supported by Chambers Racing they they, they do, do everything I well, they supply everything I need to go racing every weekend and able Tim especially to make these um, these GPs happen um, along with some private sponsors like Hollywell Skips and uh, City Brickwork they they really do help me um, Scott and Eamon they help me do these GPs and um, yeah apart from that yeah it's um, I've, really, I've, I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed speaking to you too so if you ever need me in the future do let me know because I'm always up for it 
Nice one. Great stuff. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. I'm going to say thanks to the uh, sponsors as well. Of course, AS3 Performance, who stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available for the 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes. Also to Golf Race Fuels across sports cars, single-seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield, the Golf brand is associated with winning, whatever the discipline. And thanks to Kawasaki UK, the KLX 140R range. Go and check that out. And even strokes, all, all point to Brad, and that's the code. Brad, we the 10. Put that in at checkout over at evenstrokes.com and you'll save yourself 10%. Anything you buy from Evenstrokes goes straight back into straight back into Evenstrokes and MX Vice. So, um, yeah, help help us out and uh, do your shopping at evenstrokes.com. Fantastic. Great stuff. Okay, so, yeah, thanks, Brad. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, yeah, anybody listening, we will have another guest lined up for you next week on the Great British Motocross Show. Uh, so we all shall see you then. And, Tom, we'll see you at Monster Mountain. Let's uh, see what they've got up in Wales for you. See you there. Take care. Cheerio then. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.